0: Hello, and welcome to the Ben Like Bamboo podcast, where I get to interview special guests about their story um, and what resilience means to them. And today I am with Jeff Teal, founder and director of Hex Talent and Hexcom, career Wellbeing advocate. Hi, Jeff. How are you today?
1: I'm well. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for being with me today. I think that you are so interesting and I want to um, just explain um, a little bit about you and and these wonderful companies that you've created. So Jeff specializes in connecting and engaging talented career-minded professionals across Australia. He's the founder of Hex Talent, a company specializing in talent exchange Career engagement, but not your average recruitment company. Jeff's vision is to nourish his talent while offering better opportunities for corporates, which is how his second company, Hexcom, was birthed, a company and wellbeing hub that connects talent at all stages of their career, supporting and nourishing them with access to a holistic wellness platform that gives them access to content and specialists to optimize and elevate their mindset and performance. Did I get that right?
1: Love it. I feel like you've nailed it. I feel like, uh, you know, you should be coming on uh, on board with me to help me sell the organisation. I think <laughs> I should too. I think I should yeah.
0: too. But, you know, I, what I loved about your personal bio is you say that it's taken you 37 years to reach a point where you feel well aligned to deliver your life's purpose. You've followed mm. a non-linear career path to get there, which I think is super cool. And we want to talk about that you started out chasing a professional sporting career which then zigzagged through multiple roles and industry, industry sectors. You're always open to change and you traveled the world as a professional singer for 10 years, something you and I have in common. So I'm so excited to, to <laughs> have you on the podcast today. Thanks Jeff.
1: Hi, thank you. It's uh, It's been a journey that's for sure and it's um. You know, I look back on my life, I guess, to this point with with really fond memory, memories, and and you know, being incredibly grateful for all the great experiences I've had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said in my bio on LinkedIn, you know, it's it it has taken me to right now to really feel like I'm doing kind of what I was meant to do. Um, yeah,
0: it takes sense. time. One yeah. thing leads to the next thing to the next thing, and if we can be flexible in our mindset and and really see it that way, it's it's about the journey, but we're always about the destination somehow, aren't we?
1: you're 100% right exactly right and i think it's um yeah at the time we uh you know we go through the ups and downs and the um you know the ebbs and flows of life and career and um i guess right now with what i do it enables me to you know lean into some of the experiences that i've had when i'm talking to other individuals and um and help them i guess on their on their career transition journey or or just broader career development
0: yeah yeah, I think that's so wonderful. You've obviously got an enormous wire and passion behind what you do, which we will dive into. Um, tell us actually before we go into resilience. Tell me um, about what inspired you to create Hex Talent and, and how that's led into Hexcom.
1: Yeah, so Hex Talent. Um, so I uh, kicked off Hex Talent at the start of this year. Um, it's a very, it's a, it's a modern, innovative and quite a disruptive approach to traditional agency recruitment. Um, I moved into the agency recruitment space probably four and a half years ago. And and there's a specific reason which I I moved into that, which we'll get into no doubt, but um, it never really sat well with me, I guess, the way in which talent and candidates, people, human beings, um, were delivered uh, sorry were were represented and yeah. uh, and engaged with and mm. you know in that traditional model it's it's very client driven um, you know consultants all they really care about is making money through you know placing a people and earning a commission check so um, although you know it's a big industry uh, I feel like it was ripe for disruption and so yeah. at the start of this year Hex Talent was born um, and I wanted to really reshape I guess that entire engagement process with clients but also with talent uh, create a, a model, I guess, that's a non-commission driven model, um, mm. which really, you know, naturally clients are still going to be uh, engaging with us, uh, you know, financially. And, and that's where I guess we draw revenue uh, in the early stages of what we're building. Um, but on the talent side, you know, I, I wanted to build a business where I could really focus in on people and, and really assisting them on that career journey, be it through coaching and mentoring, um, you know, professional development Um, unlocking opportunities with exposure to organisations. And all of those things wrap it up in a nice little bow and a a nice little ecosystem, I guess, that enables that that positive exchange of people and, um, you know, enabling them to thrive in their careers.
0: Yeah, because there's so many stages of um, our career. You know, there's so many things that we go through on our life journey at work. And as we spoke about yesterday, we're at work most of the time, you know, if not 80% or more. 100%
1: 100% right. Yeah. I mean, you look at our lifetime and, and how, and, and I mean, these days too, we're working probably harder and longer than we ever have. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with what's going on in the world now globally, from a financial point of view, um, we might need to continue to work based on the money that we've lost over the the more recent times. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a long journey. And I think, you know, I had a conversation with someone recently about, is it a job? Is it a career? Or is it a, is it a calling? And, um, you know, those, if you look at, what we what we do day in day out I think we need to try and find joy and happiness and balance and um, I guess we're there to try and provide that for people in many many ways.
0: I love that is it a job career or calling?
1: I didn't I didn't coin that that was someone else but I really like it.
0: I really like it too but that represents what you are trying to do with Hex Talent and HexCom. Tell me about HexCom.
1: Yeah so HexCom was uh, the idea behind HexCom I guess is you know, engagement and constant engagement with talent is something that a lot of recruitment agencies in the traditional format probably um, fall away from, and they probably don't do it well. Uh, and I myself, I guess, through my time, it, it is very difficult to engage with people constantly and, you know, check in with them and, and see how they're traveling. So I wanted to build, I guess, a, a community that that brought everybody together in under a, a banner, which I've called HEXCOM, the Career Wellbeing Community. Yeah. Um, and really house that talent and those human beings, I guess, in a closed environment away from the, the you know, the noise of Facebook and LinkedIn and all that sort of stuff. So them in a nice little environment, which is a, a safe place to be. Um, and it has that tone of career well-being across the top of it. So yeah. I created an app called Hexcom. And within the app, I guess, it's uh, it very much is like our own Facebook and LinkedIn without the noise and the, the algorithms and the advertising and all that sort of jazz. Sure. Um, But we curate uh, and we're building out a really great uh, list of partners where we curate some really great content around mental and emotional health, um, you know, physical health. It could be, um, you know, coaching and mentoring services. It could be how do you improve your ability to network with people across your career? All these things that we can sort of categorize in different buckets. Um, So we link out to a lot of different businesses. Um, We work with them to generate our own content and also leverage their content. Um, and we also use this this platform, I guess, as a space to really just drive positive conversation and, and connection. Um, and you know over time we're we're going to be doing regular events face to face, online, We'll have master classes, We'll have all sorts of different yeah. things going to build into to, to the app.
0: I love it. I, I think it's a wonderful because if you you're all about nourishing the talent, and I I guess that's where Hexcom comes in, you know as um an app and a hub. That, that can cater to all the various different needs of emotional, physical health, leadership change that goes yeah. on, you know, culture, everything.
1: We're actually having a chat with some really good people at the moment too when it comes to, um, you know, developing great e-learning content, which is, you know, sits more in the professional development space as well. So there's like an education component to it. And yeah. I think, you know, housing it all in one little space is, is uh, um you know is really beneficial but when you think about well-being you know take career out of it but our our individual well-being and our health like it's it's such a big um it's such a big sector um and I think all we're trying to do I guess is is really wrap it up and align it to what that means for your career um and how do you get the most out of that and and how do you yeah you know careers can be stressful we all have challenges across the the journey both personal and through career and it's like how do you work through that with the support of others and um enjoy it you know and and make the most of it
0: yeah yeah well on on my own personal journey all the lessons I learned um repairing my mental and physical health when I was paralyzed later translated into how I would perform when I was on top of my game in a fast um, paced environment at work leading and I really connected the well-being aspect to performing at work it's the same thing yeah
1: yeah. And I think yeah. leadership these days too, it, it it has changed and it's evolving. There's a lot of immature businesses that probably still have a long way to go when it comes to their leadership mentality, but, yeah. um, you know, it, it needs to be a whole lot more empathetic. You know, it, it needs to be this elevator system where leadership are bringing people up and enabling others to thrive. And in mm. many ways, organizations need to be hiring people and hiring managers need to be looking at hiring people that can be better than them, you know, and, and, it's this constant evolution of development. I think it's,
0: yeah. That's right. What a great mentality. And that's why um, we want to nourish the talent.
1: Exactly right.
0: So tell me, what does resilience mean to you, Jeff?
1: Oh, this is an interesting question. Um, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty positive person uh, at the the best of times. I mean, a lot of people, you know, I'm very passionate. You mentioned that at the start, people probably go, Oh, Jeff, you've got so much energy. You're so passionate. Um, And it is true, but there are, there are times in my life and and we can go into some of these in a bit more detail where, you know, I like many people go up and down. Um, And I think resilience, I mean, we're we're all faced with challenges, so many challenges and, and how do we work through those challenges? So for me, resilience is, you know, how do you get out of bed every single day with that positive mindset and how, how can you get into that positive mindset quickly? If you get out with a negative mindset or or you've had a rough night's sleep or whatever it may be, how do you do that on a daily basis? And how do you look at each day as an opportunity? Um, you know, I've got a toddler at home. Who's, uh causing me some grief. I've got a second baby on the way and um, you know, it's, it's really hard sometimes. And, and then you throw in the work stresses and what I'm trying to build and all the different elements that are constantly swirling around in my head and, you know, I try my hardest to get out of bed with positivity every day, but often it's, it's really challenging Um, ways in which you can, yeah, try and get, get to that state.
0: Well, I totally agree. I think it would be wonderful to to be able to have that mindset that enables us to, to see every day as an opportunity. And that equals being less stressed and knowing how to let go of the accumulation of stress that happens every single day and some days more than others. And so when we are stressed, we're more selfish, we're more rigid, closed minded, and we can't do that. But when we are less stressed and we know how to manage stress, um, we see things as happening for us rather than to us, right?
1: Completely. I think it's it's how you manage it and and how you how you become aware of it too. You know, I'm. I'm someone that people ask me, "Are you stressed?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm not stressed." But the reality is, I am probably stressed. You know, my yeah. body probably shows significant signs of stress at times. And yeah, um, but I guess it's about being aware of it and then having the strategies to be able to to work through it. So, um, how do
0: you know when it's bubbling up for you and you need to do something? What What is that for you?
1: Uh, it's interesting. I I go a million miles an hour, um, and it's very hard for me to slow down. And but I do. There are periods in time where I can just sense that I physically, I, I I just need to stop and I need to have have a breath, um, yeah. and I, I'm probably lucky that I've got some people around me that that help me with saying, Jeff, just stop, just slow down, you know, take some breaths. You know, I, I'm not one to get into, and I need to do this more and more, um, mm. but in terms of structured, you know, mindfulness and and things like that, where I can just step back,
0: yeah. breathe, yeah.
1: Um, but you know, it's interesting. So there was a really pivotal moment in my life, which um, I think that's one thing that we're going to probably t- touch on now where yeah. I had to make some drastic changes and this could be the, the lead into that, but
0: great. I, great.
1: Yeah. I, I um, This was prior to recruitment. I was working for a company. This is going back five years ago, uh, based out of Queensland. Yeah. Uh, I was out on the road a lot. I had great clients. I was doing some great things from a business development point of view and, and a results perspective. And, um, but I, I went overseas and I came back from overseas and I had a bit of an issue with, you know, my gut. I was feeling some, some funny sensations, I guess, in my gut. And I mm. went to the doctors and, you know, there was nothing really there that they could they could suggest was wrong. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, there was something wrong. Um, and that little issue sort of uh, was exacerbated over the course of probably 10 months and I went from a pain in the gut to a pain in the shoulder to I was feeling nauseous all the time to I had all these physical ailments that were coming out in my body. And the reality is I thought I was on death's door. I thought I was dying and I thought there was something that just hadn't been found. Yeah. Um, I spent a ridiculous amount of money that year going from specialist to specialist trying to figure out what was wrong with me, one of Melbourne's top infectious diseases wow. specialists. Um, and Wow it wasn't until probably later on that journey. And um, there was a specific moment. Um, there was a couple of specific moments. Actually, there was one, I was going to the hospital. I was in all sorts. I thought I was, I, w- I was gonna. Um, I called an Uber to get me to the hospital ASAP. And and I went to get from the front door of my home to the Uber. And I I literally, my legs just left me. I couldn't walk. I was you know, completely paralysed, I guess, from the waist down. And I was sort of crawling on the ground to try and get to the zebra. And it was the most weird sensation and I ended up getting to the hospital. Um, And the the doctor there started talking more about perhaps we need to look at things from a mental perspective. Yeah. Um And it wasn't until I probably acknowledged that and perhaps I should have acknowledged that earlier or someone maybe should have helped me with that. Um, But Yeah, Yeah, I think I had to look down a different path to try and, um, you know, assess what was going on.
0: I really think, you know, in my work as a a kinesiologist, I see this all the time is when we're ignoring something and it's for a reason. We don't want to look at it. We're used to burying it. It can be too emotionally painful to go there. We've trained ourselves to suppress it. um, And then we learn to live this way. Um, When we're not listening to something that our soul or spirit or you know higher self is trying to to say or maybe when we've fallen off path but whenever we're not listening I find that physical symptoms tend to come up that often are unexplainable Mm. in tests and so emotionally you obviously weren't feeling well and that might have reflected in your body and then what did you do from there to address the emotional well-being
1: Yeah, well, that specific moment. I mean, you 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 categorise that into an incredible anxiety attack, I guess, where I couldn't I couldn't walk, and uh, you know, so many people go through things shut
0: down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I went through the process, I guess, of finally speaking to someone from a clinical psychology perspective, and just unpacking things that had gone on in my life, and you know, the the journey that I'd gone on. And there was actually another moment. I remember driving to my first psychology appointment, and. I just had one of these anxiety attacks in the car, and I had to pull over. And I had a piece of paper and a pen. And the only thing that got me out of this little state was to scribble pictures and stuff on on a piece of paper. And um, that sort of enabled me to sort of settle a little bit and come out of the state that I was in. Um, you know, down the track, I learned that that's actually a technique that you can use to pull yourself out of out of your mind.
0: Yeah, um, maybe so it I was got the some... present moment of drawing. Do you think the well, to present, or it just gets you out of your head somehow?
1: Yeah, I was just searching for something to make me feel better. I was just in all sorts. But yeah, um, so constant conversation then with, you know, getting into some routine um consultation with a psychologist really assisted me, I guess, in, you know, going back and unpacking my life a little bit because I did have this weird life where growing up, all I wanted to do was become an AFL player. I played footy from age five. I got very, very close to to that. And and then that sort of all fell apart after I broke up with my first serious long-term girlfriend and I ended up leaning into music and then that that led into this 10-year career travelling around the world as a singer, which was an unexpected career path and a career path that, you know, I, I never anticipated that career would unfold for me and and perhaps for that 10 years I all, always felt a little bit um, inadequate comparative to the other people that were on stage with me and that had gone through all this professional musical theatre training and, you know, operatic training yeah, and all this yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. All of these things sort of bubbled away over these years and I think the One of the biggest thing in combination with all of that is I was lonely. You know, I was working for a business based in Queensland. I had great people around me from a work perspective, really good friends. And but I was spending so much time alone on the road in my head, in planes. And I just needed to break it. I needed to get out of that, that 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 sense of loneliness in my head.
0: Yeah. And that's the that's where you feel so disconnected. Um, and misaligned, and and that can create anxiety and stress. And sometimes it's hard to figure out that it's loneliness. You know. Yeah. yeah. It can be difficult to understand what it is that's creating that survival stress response. And it's different for everybody. We we all have our own way of, you know, perceiving threat. And um, it is a lonely um, journey being a singer and traveling. And mm. um, but there's amazing aspects to it too. Did you enjoy
1: Oh, of course. There's so, so many. Fun. Great, there were so many great things we did globally, and um, what was the name many, of the band? Oh, so I was in a group called uh, the Ten Tenors. They're like an Australian sort of classical crossover group, and I was in that group for you know, the best part of sort of four years, um, cool. and doing some amazing things. You know, ten months each year was spent traveling globally, you know, country to country, doing a huge amount of gigs in every, you know, part of America or or Europe. And um,
0: wow, you know, we,
1: I went to so many parts of the globe that I never ever thought I would ever go to Uh, but but you're so right I mean you I've always had a really close core group of friends that I I played footy with growing up and and that I remain really really close with to this day and but Mm. when you're spending a lot of time in hotels overseas you kind of do lose connections with the the periphery the the other people that you would sort of maintain connections with a whole lot and yeah someone that loves to to build relationships and and meet people and um and that was sort of lacking I guess
0: Yeah, and very similar to what we've just gone through with COVID in the last year or couple of years where we've lost connections within our usual circles and it has caused, I see this in my private practice every single day, you know, um, anxiety and depression um, Mm. and people are, 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 you know, starting to understand that that is about the loneliness, Yeah, you know, and um, I think, you know, more than ever we've had to learn in the last few years And perhaps you on your journey when you were traveling and singing is how to find that deeper connection within ourselves, like that inner anchor, like that bamboo tree that's anchored Mm. for us to create that flexible mindset to change our minds about the story of, okay, I might be feeling lonely right now, but I am loved. I am connected and I'm just on this experience, you know, COVID's happening right now, but it's just a phase or when I'm traveling, it's so hard to change the story. But if we, I believe that if we create a flexible mindset, it's easier to change, change the story. And that story we tell ourselves is connected to the biochemistry that will fire in the body, which is either the fight or flight or the yeah. growth or repair pathway.
1: The hardest part is a lot of us don't know, you know, how to how to access that too, right? You know, like it, unless you unless there's awareness, unless you're around people that can help educate you around that, and how do you That's identify right. what you're feeling? And and you know, it's it's really challenging. Which is why you're doing such a great job doing all the things that you do in your work, you know. And Thank you. Um, you know, it's half the reason why I do what I do now. What well, is the reason why I do what I do now because I needed to change that environment that I was in. Um, and that's how I found recruitment because I essentially took myself out of my own mind and yep. I, I spent my time thinking about others and, and meeting others and connecting with others and helping others on their journey. And,
0: and you, you thrive when you do that. You're a people person. You love connecting. So you will gain energy when you're doing that. You won't be depleted like an introvert would. Yeah.
1: It, fills my, buckets. it yeah. fills my buckets every single day. Um, and, you know, it's yeah, when I moved into that space initially, you know, there is that financial outcome that comes from placing people in roles. But again, you, you, because I do, I've always focused more on the talent side. Like I just love that, that, you know, being there to perhaps coach and mentor and just guide and advise and, and being there to, to just listen, you know, yeah. people that are going through a job transition, they, it's highly stressful. You know, if there's someone on the end of the phone that they can feel is genuinely listening and, and wanting to help them, you know, that's that's really what drives me every day now, I guess.
0: You know, that's what I love about Hexcom is you're providing an easier way for people to find and have access to and therefore create that awareness within themselves of, of how to solve their problems of, of not feeling well emotionally or physically. And, and half the problem is, well, where do I find that help? Who's the right specialist? Who's the right person? Trusted sources, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's what we're going to do with Hexcom as well. So, you know, we want to become a directory, I guess, to, to you know, share businesses and people and individuals that are out there doing great things. But we also want to build some really good relationships with some really trusted partners that can form part of our our ecosystem. And, you know, we all go on this journey together of, of influencing the world. You know, let's yeah. take it to the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So what I'm hearing is that your lowest point would have been where you were experiencing panic attacks and you felt lonely. Yeah. Um, and then there would have been a turning point. Um, that what was that turning point that brought you out of that where you found positivity and a new pathway forward?
1: Yeah. So that was, um, I guess, speaking with psychologists, my psychologist at the time, and um, you know, I just had to change something as I mentioned before, and it's just. I've never been one who's afraid of change. Like my life has gone on this nonlinear path because I've always been open to opportunities in many facets of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've copped a lot of grief for that growing up as well, because people are like, oh, why don't you just stick with one job for the rest of your life and, you know, do what all these people did 30 years ago. And, and that's just never been me. No
0: way. Um, that would be, how are you going to grow and learn if you just do one thing? Well, I mean, some is, people tell,
1: love that. Tell my parents that. It's quite funny. <laughs> um, but um yeah so I had to I just had to make that change and I think yeah. that change probably came from discussions with my psychologist you know going down the path that I I knew I had to do mm. um, there was some cognitive behavioral therapy techniques and stuff that I was using to get me out of those you know highly anxious states where I worried about my health um it's funny how you know simple statements and and saying statements to yourself can really shift
0: mm. you know, you catch your
1: mind before it goes down this sort of uh, this rabbit hole and um you know you can bring yourself back into the present sort of state and so yeah I changed into the recruitment space and that's really what what shifted it for me and that's not to say that I still don't struggle with things at times um you know that those specific lines that I I use I, I often use um still um on a weekly monthly basis but I feel like I'm probably a little bit more stable I guess with um you know those the depths, I guess, of those anxiety and health issues, um, Mm. you know, probably just, uh, yeah, I I found a way to control it really.
0: I think that's wonderful and really admirable and good on you because yeah, we, um, it's inspiring to hear your story and how you've turned, turned it all around and, and for you to be open and honest about how how hard it was when you felt lost and unwell emotionally. And then that, how that came through physically in your body. I think a lot of people are going to relate hearing this because where a lot of people are, you know, go through this, but people find it really difficult to talk about it. But we shouldn't, just be open about it. Just be open about how you're thinking and feeling because how you think and feel and what you believe is connected to your biochemistry. And, you know, if you're okay with it, other people will be okay with it. If you experience guilt and shame about the way you feel, it's very repelling and you're going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy of people being alienated by it, if you are alienated by it. So if you're okay with it, Increasing self-love and support. Um, and you've now find um are helping other people, Jeff, to yeah. to you know, connect with
1: get, give me goosebumps. <laughs> it, I just I love
0: it,
1: it, it's strange that um you know the thing that I look back on now too and I go the fact that I went through that and, and my story is is one story, right? Everybody's got a story and everybody goes through challenges. You've had challenges yourself, everyone's got challenges, and, and they're all perhaps they're all different, and people go, well is my story, you know, was my story harder than yours? But there should be no rating system across at all because, Uh, you know, someone that's having a small issue could be significant um, to them personally. Um, But what it's giving me a really great appreciation for is, you know, others that are going through challenges. Um, And what I went through was pretty serious for me, but I look at other things and I go, gosh, that must have been hard. And gosh, like, you know, the amount of people that have got clinically diagnosed depression and they're in really terrible situations they're overcoming legitimate health concerns you know and um it's giving me a very different appreciation for what people go through um which obviously gives me more empathy towards having been through something myself and um it's almost like I feel like until you sort of go through something it's like Mm -hmm. that catalyst moment for you to go you know
0: wow yeah because now you can meet people where they're at and when they are suffering you you really understand what it feels like you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing now if you hadn't have gone through that
1: yeah there's a completely different relatability sort of element to it and um and that's why I, that's why i now look at hex talent and the humanistic exchange um, being the tagline and the career well-being community challenges be it big or small they're still challenges um and the whole idea is to to help people through their challenges and for us it's career challenges you know job transition dealing with a really difficult stakeholder at work you know you're getting bullied at work so where can you go to seek seek help and who can you talk to um, you know how can you shift your cv to provide you know so, so it's more relatable to businesses and, and it gives you more opportunity just simple things that you know they become overwhelming when you combine them all together
0: Definitely, definitely. We, we need so much help with that and you're going to help people to thrive in their careers and, and that's just going to help people on a global scale. So, so tell me, what are um three tips um th- that you can share of of um of how you what what helped you to get through? Um, your adversity is um, to get you to where you are today. So if anyone listening today has relates to your story or what you've been through, what are three tips that you can share?
1: Three tips. Um, oh, I think the biggest one, and it's often spoken about, but we probably don't listen to ourselves a lot or enough, um, is just to, to try and be open and, and speak to to people, be it your best friend, your partner, yeah. your family, you know, someone... Who's actually a medical professional? I think just trying to open up and and speak to people about the challenges you're going through is is one of those uh, things, and that's that's easier or harder um, to do. Yeah. Um. You know, but I think it it just got to be conscious of trying to do that, and people around us will help us do that. Um. I think look, education's significant um, when you think of mental health and anxiety and stress and all that sort of stuff. It's being like you said before. How do you Learn to become aware of the things that you're going through, um, and then further to that, I mean, I guess it's it's about then, you know, finding those um, solutions or those techniques to 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 get you through those periods once you're aware of what you're going through. Um,
0: Absolutely.
1: And the, the third one, this is something that uh, I think we need to do more of, um, and it's really really hard. But a simple thing like smiling. Yeah. you know, when you smile, like there's been so many studies in the past that show that when you smile, it it helps you and your outlook on life and physiologically things change when you smile and the connection with the brain. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a pretty basic thing, right? Um,
0: Absolutely. What a great tip. Just remember to smile.
1: Remember to smile, you know, like I think it's, uh, and, and, and be grateful for what you have, I guess, is the other big thing too.
0: Yeah. Gratitude's important. I'm really, uh, Loving this app, Insight Timer, at the moment, which um, has a lot of gratitude meditations in the morning. I'm really loving, really loving that app at the moment. Um, and um, studies show, Harvard studies show, which is one, one I did this morning, that if you practice gratitude for um, 10 consecutive days, you're not only inclined to feel more positive, but you're more inclined to exercise more and eat better as well.
1: Yeah, there you go. Habits, right? How do you create a good habit? You've got to uh, you've got to start somewhere, right? You do it for 10 days.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you today, Jeff. And I really wish you the best of luck with your businesses. I think that you're very inspiring.
1: Oh, thank you. That's um, yeah, as long as we can help a lot of people, right? That's the vision, that's the mission. So yeah, we'll yeah. keep working hard to do that.
0: That's right. Helping people with their career and also to thrive in their lives love it. So please share and subscribe and review the podcast. Thank you for being with Jeff and I today. And remember that flexibility builds resilience. And with a flexible mindset, we can change our minds about what can be possible in our minds, bodies and lives. Thank you so much, Jeff. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Ben Like Bamboo podcast. Please rate and share the episode with your community or anyone you think may need to hear this episode. If you would like any help with maximising well-being and flexibility in your life personally, you can see me one-on-one at the Private Practice in Melbourne or on Zoom if you are not local. You can book in or find more info at benlikebamboo.com. If you would like help remotely, I have a resilience program you can do as an online course with six eBooks and videos on mind, body, food, connection that include resilience and tools that can help you to feel happier and healthier after rebuilding from change, stress, or illness. If you would like help with boosting resilience and wellness in the workplace, you can book in for a free Zoom discovery chat the ben like bamboo at work program can be delivered in person or virtually and if you would like to inquire about ben like bamboo at school you can find information on all these programs on my website amandacampbell.com.au and you can contact me on email amanda at thank you so much for supporting the podcast and remember that flexibility builds resilience and no matter what you are going through you can overcome it and discover what you are made of. See you at the next session.